0: I'm Renee Ritchie, and I'm a tech analyst.
1: I'm Georgia Dow, and I'm a psychotherapist.
0: And welcome to Apple Talk, where psychology meets technology. And on today's show, Georgia, we are talking about...
1: What are we talking about?
0: Samsung copying Apple by deleting the AC adapter, your favorite thing. I will feign shock. (laughs) Also, we're talking about (laughs) Apple TV Plus being extended now into June or July, into the summer, and how we feel about that and what that means Mm, uh, mm, for TV in mm. general. Plus, we are talking about clubhouse where I might be spending entirely too much time lately and whether that's a problem or not.
1: Renee's in the clubhouse.
0: In the club. Uh, and then we have our bonus topics where you will be talking about what is it a shape changing color changing something or other.
1: Oh yes it is fabulous. And I'll
0: be having a vision, but no spoilers. Mm. Before we get started though I just wanted to congratulate you you published your first YouTube video.
1: Oh my goodness that was.
0: What was that like? <laughs>
1: It was, it was a very interesting experience because I scrapped a whole bunch of videos. Really? I was,
0: yeah. Okay, I didn't so, know that.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'll go through the first one. The first one. So I am very animated and I'm actually more animated probably than I am on video. I'm actually toning this down.
0: You're a fraggle. You're basically a fraggle. If yes. you've seen Fraggle Rock.
1: Yes. So my first, first introductory video, I was way too animated. I was like a caricature and I'm like, this is horrifically cringy. So we stopped it. We scrapped that. So then the first set of videos that I did, I was so subdued. It was like I was on something and I was personalityless, and it was really horrifically bad. And so I spent two hours doing videos and then we got rid of all of them. So are
0: you sure you were too animated? Because like- Well, I,
1: this time I was so, I went the other way. No, I mean way. the
0: first time. Are you sure you were too animated the first time? Because oh, there's God. a lot of self-doubt involved. And I remember, because I always feel borderline robotic in my videos. Hmm. And, you know, Dieter Bohen, uh person who gave me my first big shot in this industry, his advice to me was always be over animated. Like be 30% more, and that way it'll come across as normal on the yeah. video.
1: Okay, so, so you might be more subdued by nature. I am more- Robotic. I am so- um, effusive with emotion.
0: Down in front. I go rock.
1: Like, my face was just... It was doing all kinds of things. And, like, this is me with... Like, I am toning me down, like, 20%. Like, okay. I'm the opposite. I am so... I get so excited that it's too much. And okay. my face... It was it was just overloaded. I overloaded. So then I did the video, and I toned myself down another, like, I don't know, whatever, 50 or 60%. And it was really dry, really like boring. Like, flatline? It was... Eighteen minutes, normal. 18 minutes of good oh, information given in a book. That's long, though. <laughs> was I should long, talk. <laughs> I was, it was long, and it was boring. Okay. And so uh, I redid them. Uh, thank God. Um,
0: so a good test for that is if you're watching the video and yeah. you start to reach for your phone, then you know it's boring and you got to cut it up.
1: Yeah, but it's hard for me to watch my videos. So even just watching it. So I could watch it and I could tolerate myself. And then I knew that the video was good. And there was a a couple of points where I'm like, oh, that was actually, like, I enjoyed it. So I was like, okay, this was, it was worth scrapping and redoing. So I sent the first video out there. Please take a look at it Um, and let me know, am I I still too anime? I think that's about where I'm going to stay. I liked the first video's level of energy. I think my second video that will be coming out. I don't know, probably, well, depending on when you see this, might already be out, um, is a little bit too subdued in comparison, so I want to pop that up back to where it was. So how
0: often are the videos coming out?
1: I'm hoping every three days, and then I'm hoping to do a short that's going to be every day. Okay. Um, But I haven't done the shorts yet, because I'm just trying to get the lighting and the sound and all of the other stuff. So I'm going to be shooting some more videos, and I'm hoping every three days or so I'm going to have a different video. So like
0: twice a week, or literally every three days?
1: I, I think about three times a week I'm hoping to have a video.
0: Okay. Including the shorts? No, non- the
1: shorts will be every oh, day. Okay, like I'm cool. hoping to do a short every day, and then like twice a week, two big videos, and maybe a reaction video, or a, like you know, relationship advice, or <laughs> like something that's kind of just fun and silly and ridiculous. Bachelor
0: Bob, I can't believe you screwed up so badly on Wednesday.
1: <laughs> oh, Bob. <Poor> Bob. <laughs> um
0: Bob. Yeah. So people aren't familiar with YouTube Shorts. YouTube is trying to copy TikTok the same way Instagram did. So where Instagram did Reels, they're poorly implemented a hasty TikTok clone YouTube is doing shorts they're poorly implemented hastily assembled TikTok clone but they're promoting um they're promoting them a lot and they can be uh, I think on, if you get the TikTok camera, sorry, the YouTube camera app, which is only available in India now, they can be up they are about fifteen seconds. I think that's the limit they give you. Oh wow! But if you do it wow. on the on the web, you can be up to sixty seconds.
1: Okay, that I can do. Yeah, fifteen seconds. Well, they're they're fast. meant for
0: high like churn. They're meant for like, people to sit there and yeah, like they and do on TikTok pump and just out videos. Yes, yeah, for sure. Go for through sure. them and go through them. I made two this week. And uh, actually, I made three, and the other one was so bad I took it down almost immediately. But <laughs> uh, I did. One- um,
1: Why was one so bad? I will get that. So the first okay. one
0: was just covering Apple's news about their racial injustice initiative. And it had just come out and there was no way um, to do a, like a long video in anything approaching a timely fashion. Okay. Especially not with how in depth it is. So I went the other way and I just covered it as basically as news. And that was great for the 60 second format. Um, and then I did another one as sort of, I did a collaboration with Devin Stone, Legal Eagle Yeah. on, all the Apple, Twitter, Parlay, Facebook controversy this week. And right afterwards, uh, there was a huge security breach on Parlay, like basically all the data was downloaded. Like just, there was no, turns out there was no security. They had, <laughs> it's not that it was bad. It was that basically- There was, there
1: was a hamster that every, was running security for Parlay. Well, no,
0: every post was incremented by one. So as long as you went to any post, you could increment by one and get every post, even if they'd been deleted. Uh, and so someone just did that. They made like a little script and they just downloaded the whole thing. Wow. Um, so I made that as a short, but like it got almost no views and I'm like, I'm not gonna leave this up. I'm gonna take this down. I think people are all sick of this topic. Uh, so I took that down and then I did a third one because I did another collab with Daniel Bader, mutual friend Daniel Bader from oh, Android okay. Central. And we talked about the Galaxy S21 uh, versus the iPhone 12. And then about the same time that happened, Samsung tweeted about the phone, but they tweeted about it from an iPhone.
1: That's great, Yeah, that's great.
0: Yeah, and Marquez Brownlee made had made a video about this earlier called Via iPhone, when uh, <laughs> you know, a bunch of people had done, including like Oprah and Gal Gadot, and then Gal Gadot blocked him on Twitter when he, when he called it out.
1: Oh, d- really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Wonder Woman blocks yeah. you. Yeah, Wonder Woman was
0: like dun, 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 dun.
1: Yeah, um, it just gives you more power though.
0: Uh, So uh, I did a quick video on that and that did well initially, but not, but some people have seen huge like viral success with shorts because YouTube is underserved. It's almost like back in the day when iMore started doing Pokemon stuff. Google was desperate for content yeah, So for on Pokemon, so they just threw traffic at us. Right now, there's not a lot of shorts, and YouTube wants to feed them like TikTok. So they're like, oh, yes, please, more shorts. So
1: I have a new channel.
0: Yeah, and you got a name for it now. <laughs> I have
1: a name. What is it? It's my name. What is it? It's Georgia Dow.
0: YouTube.com slash Georgia Dow? That's it. Not even an underscore? Not
1: even an underscore. Oh, that is so I'm brilliant. I'm so excited. All right,
0: so check that so, out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we link it to out. it
0: in the community tab for the video. If you're watching the video version of this show, it's linked in the community tab on I know. YouTube. I am so and excited. And I'll put it in the show notes as well. And
1: thank you everyone that supported when there was no videos or that because oh, that's why I got it. <laughs> I'm checking how many views <laughs> you
0: have. Hold on. I'm checking how many views you have.
1: Four. No pressure. They're all my family members.
0: Oh, uh, the, the family members didn't even watch it more than once.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Um, I know how to use the app. Let's see. It'll Search be faster you
1: doing it than me.
0: Georgia Dow and... Let's go to your channel. And it's got over a thousand views. (laughs) A thousand people are now smarter about anxiety because of you. Hopefully. That was a complete tangent, but Samsung has announced the Galaxy S21, their big new flagship phone. Mm -hmm. And there's tons of coverage. You can find out a lot about it. Android central has been crushing it. Marquez has some videos up, great stuff. But one of the things they did was remove the headphones and the AC adapter from the box just like Apple did with the iPhone 12. Mm-hmm. But in Samsung's case, they did it after making fun of Apple removing it from the box, much like Xiaomi, who also made fun of Apple and then proceeded to remove their AC adapter from the box too.
1: Yeah, and so we could go on about Samsung and how hypocritical that is for Samsung is to do it hypocritical or genius? Well, that's the thing is that like, it makes me more upset at Apple for doing this. This is where I go, is that, you know what? Apple, because Apple did it, it gave Samsung permission. Apple takes most of the heat. They get to rail against Apple for doing that. And then they get to take be cheap and save money by um, not having a um, set of, of earbuds or you know having the wall jack in the box as well. And so it just really makes me angry at Apple because they're, they don't just, this is, they're not just doing it to their own people, us. They're doing it to everyone because everyone then follows suit. And that's the problem when you're the leader, you have to, they, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> did you Apple? Spider-Man Apple? <laughs> I did.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, the marketer in me thinks that this is brilliant because, they not only get the publicity over dragging Apple for this, and they've done that every time. Like they've done it, they did it for the headphone jack. Apple removed the headphone jack. Samsung made fun of them. Samsung removed the headphone jack. Right. Apple did a notch. Samsung made fun of them. Samsung made the pirate patch of notches on the, Gala- the original Galaxy Fold. Apple removed this. Samsung made fun of them, but they get a ton of publicity when they make fun of them. Yes. And then they do it. They use Apple, like you said, for cover. Yes. for taking it off. And then they not only get called a hypocrite which is a whole new line of publicity. And if there's no bad publicity, but then they also get like the savings from removing it. So it seems like, and even with that tweet we just talked about, like sent from the iPhone, some people were saying that's marketing because that tweet would have been ignored. But once it gets called out, it gets like, I got so many retweets and shares on that. It was unbelievable, like the amplification they get. And I don't know if it's intentional. I never know, it's like so complicated. There's layers upon layers of of intricacy in these plots, Georgia. But in one hand, it does get them a lot of attention.
1: Yes, and we remember the first person that does something, right? So we remember that Apple did this um, Samsung could even throw Apple under the bus and say, listen, we have to do this because Apple's making more profit and we have to compete again. Like really, they get away without having to worry. Um, and we end up with one, more waste because then you have to buy it and they come shipped. And if you've seen like shipping, just the the wall just plug, the, yeah. it's a lot of packaging and they save money.
0: So what's interesting to me, and maybe you can explain to me psychologically, is with the headphone jack. Apple wasn't the first HTC had been doing it off and on for a decade, but Apple's mind share is so big that when they do it, not only does everybody know about it, but the whole market starts to follow them. How do we assign blame in these circumstances? Is it really like, do we research and find like justice in who to ascribe blame to, or do we go based on our understanding or, or like the, the size and relative importance of things in our world.
1: So I'm going to go through what we actually do, because that's different than what would be just, um, this is not a court of law. And so those rules would not apply. Your honor. Yeah, it, it just doesn't matter. But the way that we do it is whoever we see as the forefront of leaders, they're the ones that actually matter. Like, I didn't even know. You said it was HTC that had yeah. on and off.
0: The first Android phone had like, no headphone raise jack. Raise
1: your hand if you were one of the people that actually knew that. Like, okay, fair enough I knew that.
0: Me. Of course you did. <laughs>
1: of course you did. I shouldn't have even asked. I have
0: the even original asked. Android phone had no, no headphone one... jack. You had to plug in a little breakout thing. It was...
1: Ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah, now we have to do that too. Yay, thank you, and I can't charge my phone at the same time. But do you
0: blame HTC or do you blame Apple? I blame Apple. I
1: blame Apple. One is I expect them to know more. I know that they do all kinds of research into this. When Apple does something, it's not an oops, it's a purpose. And then it propagates across the system because if Apple... Like Apple usually, I I look at Apple as a company that tries to put their customers first, not cost savings, not undercutting. And if that's the truth or not is a different story, but that is what I expect from them. And so when they do things that like no one believes that it's from the environment, like maybe three people believe that it was for the environment, but I don't think... Um, many other people believe that they did that really for taking care of the environment. And so when they do something like this and then the entire system follows suit, which makes sense when you're the leader, everyone Mm -hmm. else gets to do that without having to worry because, look, Bob did it, um, so now I can do it too.
0: It's like the airlines. The airlines make us miserable by reducing and reducing, making us pay for baggage, making us pay for better seats, but now every airline does it. Yes. So you can't even shop around.
1: No, and then you don't have to worry. Yeah. And that's the thing with big oligopolies, is that they can get away with this and they make all kinds of little...
0: But see, we make these too because there used to be a bunch of different operating systems and nobody bought Windows Phone and nobody bought WebOS and now we're left with with iOS, with iPhones and Android phones. And there used to be a bunch of manufacturers, but now you know Motorola's been bought and sold several times. is yeah. partially owned. I think the design group is owned by Google. I don't know what they're doing on the phone side anymore. There's just less and less company I mean, outside the US there's a lot more competitive companies and they do have a lot more features hmm. and they do provide a lot more it's hard, it's hard to say value because oftentimes the phones don't last as long so it depends if you're talking about immediate value versus you know owning it for several years value. But we tend to narrowly focus our brand affinity, like there's Marvel and DC, Coke and Pepsi. And of course there's not, but we we end up putting the world in this binary state.
1: Well, also when there's some indie development, these large companies can just swallow them up with Mm -hmm. impunity and get away with it. And so we have less competition and they don't want competition or they'll Mm -hmm. buy competition and run the competition so they own the competition. Yeah. we become part of that but also there aren't enough regulations that are powerful enough to be able to stop that and so we end up in this place so does it should i care should i care as much about losing the wall jack
0: i mean i think this is just a sign that now you've got apple doing it xiaomi and samsung doing it that it's just going to become um the new norm yeah the new norm and and maybe silver lining some accessory companies Uh, who make better headphone jacks or maybe not better value headphone jacks like but i'm
1: still gonna have to buy them you're
0: still gonna have to buy them but maybe it gives them an opportunity to have more viable accessories i'm trying to find something better yeah that
1: doesn't make me no all
0: right i'm sorry yeah uh and it just seems you know like over time we get less and less and are asked more and more yeah yeah but uh oh and they took out the the SD card, which a bunch of nerds are really upset about, and a bunch of mainstream customers say, what is an SD card? And that's a whole other argument. But it it does seem like they used to market based on their differences to Apple. And they used to include a lot of things that nerds really loved that they couldn't get from Apple. And that was part of their brand cachet, come to us. You know, we have removable batteries, and now they don't. We have expandable storage, and now they don't. Yeah. You know, we have these amenities and accessories, and now they don't.
1: And is it is it smart marketing or is it laziness that they don't like? Re- can just make phones that look like an Apple phone and just copy them across the system, which they do, um, and that makes now. it easier. Or is this that it's just smarter?
0: I mean, they're better now in terms of their brand identity. For years, they were like they made a they made their plug look like a dock connector. It didn't have thirty pins like Apple's did. but They just made it look like that, yeah. and I think that's just because there's one there's one theory that you just make your thing look like the market leader. Like they do that in. Uh, refrigerators and dishwashers and cars. I mean, that's a whole, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, And then there's, you know, a bunch of us nerds who demand brand identities from everything. We wanted to, like, if I don't want an iPhone, I don't want an iPhone, make it look like, make it look better. Um, And that's always the hope because if everyone tries to make it look better, the whole thing gets lifted up. And they're doing a lot, like their new designs are much better, especially they're doing foldable phones, which, you know, a lot of companies can't do yet. Hmm. So it's really interesting, but I think there is a practical side to it. Like, you know, manufacturers want to remove hardware because there's less failure chance. It just makes a simpler uh, product for them and they want to save on whatever costs they can. But it, it just feels like we've, we're have we giving up this stuff at that point. Right. Sorry to be a downer. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. Mm.
0: Speaking of which, Apple, Speaking is, of downers. <laughs> Apple is telling customers who have subscribed to TV Plus that they are going to get additional free time. They're going to get like previously, uh, at the very beginning when they announced TV+, Plus, uh, not the very first time back in March of 2019, but when they announced the iPhone 11, was it the 11, I think? Anyways, in the fall they announced that anyone who bought a new Apple device would be getting one year of TV+. Plus. And then towards the end of 2019, uh, so it must've been the iPhone XS, uh, towards the end of, no, I'm sorry, I can't figure out the dates. iPhone 11, tw- when they started announcing iPhone 12, they announced that, people be getting an extension into the spring, like into February. Yeah. uh, Because, well, it was a horrible 2020 and Apple wasn't able to produce shows. So the likelihood is that nobody would have actually started paying for it. Right. So now they've announced that they're gonna be extending that into like June or July, into the summer. Right. And I think it's the same reason because 2021 is so far not been much better than 2020. I mean, the news hasn't really improved and Apple I don't think has been able to produce a lot more content. So probably if they started charging people next month, a lot of those people wouldn't have rolled over.
1: Right, and that's the problem is that when we deal with this from a psychological point of view, one is the barrier to entry should be very easy. And um, if we look at this, so there's, you've probably already consumed most of the content that you want. Yeah already because you've gone through the year then we have the pandemic so you cannot produce more content very easily and then people can't afford to buy content so you would say like oh i'm gonna have to start paying an extra fee when i don't have a job um i'm I'm not able to like get as many you know food and other supplies that are actually essential to me and there's nothing really new or spicy or exciting to offer me upon this and then once you sign like say no to something it is really hard to go back and re-sign up it's such an annoyance the and apple does a really good job about making it easy to sign into things but it's still an annoyance to be able to click that and so once you stop the chances of you going back are minimal and especially if you have financial issues of this is going to be an extra cost and for what so i think that it's a very smart psychological technique on apple's part to say you know what we're Like, we're not losing anything by offering it for free, but we wouldn't get that much in comparison to, and we could, it, like, you know, it has to feed itself. And so only once there's interesting, spicy new shows that they can put out that then they'll say, okay, now it's time to be able to charge. So I'm assuming that it will stay free until the pandemic. (laughs) No, till the pandemic is kind of over and they have new shows because I think most people would not sign up for it. If not, start paying Mm. a fee and Apple would not. Now, if you hadn't canceled it, does it just automatically get canceled or would they just start charging you and then we'd be really angry?
0: I'm not sure. I mean, the thing is, it's like you said, it is way easier to retain a customer than to acquire a new customer. Yes. So every company does everything they, do, they can to reduce churn. It's just, you know, why go through that whole battle again? Right. And Netflix, infamously, and even Disney Plus now, are both raising their fees. Yeah. And Netflix is still putting out a crap ton of content because they don't just produce their own content. They acquire a lot of content. Yes. And so they, they have a good amount of stuff. They just put out a video showing all the... They're gonna do like a movie a week, I think. Wow. Yeah, and they have like really like like big celebrities and things coming to it. Disney Plus managed to do the second season of The Mandalorian, Baby Yoda, all the things, and they've yeah, announced a ton of spinoffs. I think three spinoffs from The Mandalorian, plus a bunch of extra Star Wars shows like Obi Wan and the Acolyte, and all. We've talked about it before, and they also uh, put out WandaVision, uh, which I'm gonna talk about at the end of this show in the bonus segment. Uh, but that's their Marvel franchise, and they talked about a ton of Marvel shows coming as well. Hmm. And Apple is putting out the second season of uh, Dickinson and the second season of The Servant, and they have Foundation coming up, but they don't have that huge back catalog that Disney and Netflix have, and they haven't found like the those big breakout hits the same way. Like. Ted Lasso is fantastic it's really good um, Mythic Quest is really like there it was really good the morning show was really they have a bunch of shows that a lot of people have liked either in terms of like like artistically or like some people said Ted Lasso was the best show of last year you know and that's a subjective thing but in some they haven't had the same impact that a that a Mandalorian has had right or that uh you know like some it of the hasn't Netflix become a cultural happened.
1: phenomenon yeah. where yeah. that you would pay just for that show
0: yeah And it's five bucks, which isn't much. I mean, both uh, Disney Plus is gonna be a little bit higher soon and Netflix is gonna be so much higher uh, soon. And you do hear a lot of people leaving Netflix because they don't like the higher prices. So I think Netflix, but you know, if Netflix doubles their price and loses less than half their customers, they're still still making money.
1: But they don't wanna create that as a idea, right? A zeitgeist of people slowly making an exodus because you might lose then another half After And then trying to find them back when there's so much competition, because also once you're in a certain ecosystem, the chances are you want to stay right. It's stressful to be able to change over. And some people are strongly change adverse and some people actually don't mind it. But most people are change adverse because change added risk.
0: I've barely opened Netflix. I think most of the year, uh, except now for uh, Cobra Kai. Cause they got Cobra that from Kai. YouTube. Yeah. So good. Mm. Uh, but you know, in you're explaining, we talked about this, I think it was last week, WhatsApp changed their privacy policy. And a lot of people were leaving for signal and for telegram. Which
1: Now they've decided to hold off on. Yes. Because
0: that. we misunderstood.
1: Right. They're yeah, going to we wait. Were confused. They're going to wait. They didn't say they're going to not do it. No, they just say they're going to wait in hopes to stop the exodus of people to go to other applications. Um, just go. Yeah. Just go. Because we're we're the Don't ones that. Trust are, but
0: them. they didn't say that you know we're gonna stop and reassess. it. They said like there's been so much confusion yes. over us saying they're gonna share data with Facebook. Right. And there was some like people were like they were saying that it really only applies to business conversations, not to personal. Con- but like the whole share you're sharing data with Facebook. That's the thing that people have a problem with. Not what right. kind of data.
1: And how do they know what is what? Yeah how would they know that yeah. they they're snooping in the first place to be able to know the difference between these things
0: but that seems to be the new mo the modus operandi is that you do something extreme you get yelled at you recoil a little bit and then yes. you do it again and the push back the second time is never
1: every time you dip your toes in you feel more comfortable with yeah. that. so every time they ask to take a little bit it eventually you 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 don't have the same resistance to it and that's what they're doing and they they have tons of paid psychologists that are studying human behavior to find out how can they get the most with the least amount of repercussions. Oh
0: my god, are those like Sith psychologists? Are those the dark side of psychology?
1: Um, are those the ones
0: that work at casinos?
1: It is exactly like the same thing. Oh my God. And they they study that. They study human behavior so that they can be able to do as much and to let us hopefully want to willingly give it over. Remember like when they said, you know what, send us all of your naked photos so that we can make sure that we don't have any of your naked photos up or or signal it. What was that again? They were testing that in
0: Australia. They said, if you send us all your naked photos, we'll prevent anyone from posting revenge porn on you. Yeah. But they wanted all your naked photos.
1: just so wrong. Like it's, it's so wrong that you would think that this is an episode from Black Mirror. Yes. Like this could not be true. Like sometimes you read these articles now and I'm like, I have to actually check because there's no way that this is possibly true. The same thing when they did the um, data mining on trying to alter human behavior. And then they had the little tiny emoji at the bottom to say, how did this article make you feel? And what they were studying is, can they make you feel angry and sad? And how long does that last? And then do you click more if you're angry or sad or feeling happy? And they used all that data to then make you click more. Yeah. And yes, if you're more anxious, you click more.
0: Well, I mean, you, we can see that every day. I know pe- people complain about Facebook all the time. And even now they're complaining about, you know, s- vo- uh, speech suppression. But right. the most popular articles every week are the craziest conspiracy clickbait articles imaginable. Yeah. yeah. And we are what we click. That's just yes. who we are. Like you, you get what you click. Yeah. So yep. anyways, this uh, long story short, uh, this is what happened with TV+. So let us know. Are you going to just keep watching the shows because it's free? Or and have
1: you stopped watching, but you're just going to keep it on and are hoping that they come up with Well, so
0: my great. question is really, like, would they convert it? Like, if it stopped being free, would you pay for it?
1: Now? Yeah. Oh, versus for For Servant Cause... versus
0: for Dickinson, for maybe Foundation.
1: Right. So I would not. Would you?
0: Yeah, I mean... I figure you would. It's five bucks, which is, super, which is pretty cheap. And what I like about it is what I've said before, is that with Disney, I mean I love Disney, Disney is 83% of my childhood, they have the brands that I care about, Star Wars and um, uh, Marvel, Marvel and the, you know, the Magic Kingdom, the Muppets, all those sorts of things, but that's all they have. I'll never get Star Trek from them, I'll never get DC from them, but I'll also I'll never get anything that's not a Disney brand. Hmm. And people can say that Apple doesn't have a lot of content, but everything they have is very different. Like they have Ted Lasso and The Morning Show and Mythic Quest and Defending Jake. Like these are this is a very wide range of non-franchise shows.
1: Right, the possibility is there.
0: It's new, fresh stuff. You know, and people keep saying, "Why are they keep remaking and sequels and prequels and all this?" I want something different. This is literally something different.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Click on that, not the conspiracy stuff. All right. So next topic is George. I have a problem.
1: You have a problem. Do you have a problem, Renee? I have a problem.
0: So there's this app called Clubhouse and it came out a while ago, but it was, I don't use the word exclusive. It was sort of very focused. Like a lot of the people, it's a new social media app. If you're not familiar with it, basically you, it's invitation only still, it's iOS only still, it really only works on an iPhone, an iPad maybe, but I think it's primarily made for an iPhone at this point. And when you join in, you can hook up your Twitter account or your Instagram account, and then it will load up your profile and You voice chat, it's almost like a party line, like those old telephone party lines. You don't have to put on makeup, you don't have to do your hair, you don't have to like make sure you're nicely dressed like we do when you're live streaming on YouTube. You're just chatting, you can mute yourself, you can talk, there's a speaker shelf where the people who can talk at any time are. And then you have the people who are followed by the speakers in a separate group. Yeah. I'm not sure why that's a separate group, but it is. And then you just have the general audience. And you can raise your hand if you wanna say something. They can disable that if too many people are raising their hand. Hmm. And then like, you can say, I'm doing a QA and a on Tesla's
1: now. When you're looking at it, yeah. how do you know who's speaking?
0: There's like a gray circle around them, and sometimes it flashes.
1: And you have a little picture of you yeah, or an icon a, that an you avatar. can make it'll if you want. Your,
0: yeah, it'll pull your Twitter or or Instagram avatar by default. Do you have you can to log
1: it. in by by Twitter or Instagram? No, or?
0: It, but it makes it better and easier um, because like one, if you don't like, it, it's manually arduous to add like people one by one. So wh- whoever invited you, this is interesting. Whoever invited you permanently has their picture on your profile because they want to make it, and you have to use your real name. There's no aliases. And How they, do they know? Well, I guess they don't know, but there's no like usernames. There's no separate username field. Okay. Uh, so, but that also means that like you, the whole thing is based on are you recommending the system? Would you vouch for this person? And because everybody knows who invited everybody else, there is like, I don't know if it's faux accountability, but like if someone is a complete like destructive force at least you'll know who brought them on
1: oh really so yeah. if i brought you on my face would be linked with your face the bottom and so profile then would if say, you yeah. start trolling people they could say to me they would know that i'm the like link maybe you'd to never you. be allowed
0: to invite somebody again
1: oh that's that's actually kind of interesting because we talk about Like accountability with anonymity. And if you're not very accountable if you're anonymous,
0: right? Yes, at all. You're not
1: accountable You you really get that free reign of you could say anything to anyone and maybe you'll get banned, but you can just make another account. So
0: I've heard that people who wear sunglasses are more bold because they, they, they feel like they have a little bit of cover.
1: Yes, it's the same reason that we are more aggressive when we're in a car. Oh, wow. Because when you're in a car, the car takes on your personality. It is harder to know who you are. And versus if you, you know, again, and you can still get out of the car and you still have that rage once that adrenaline is in your system, because when you're really filled with adrenaline, you're part of your brain that thinks gets chemically numbed and turned off. But it's the same thing that anonymous people on the Internet are much worse behaved yeah. and have a greater chance of saying something that they don't really know. Right. We have infamous stories of people that have come after us and then I'm like, hey. You know, maybe you shouldn't call me that name. And then right away, there's like a 180 turnaround. It's, yeah, they, they,
0: it's dehuman, they, they dehumanize people because yes. they have no accountability.
1: Well, we, we're just... We're, they, people don't see us as yeah. real people. They're, we're just icons, um, caricatures, or TV characters. So because of that, we're also easier targets. But when you have like a link... But it's not just that you're accountable, but you're accountable to me then. Yeah. And so then I might even say, hey, you know, don't be so mean to this person because you're now part of my tribe. And I think that that's a very interesting way of going about it.
0: So, I mean, like, it's not perfect by any means. Early on, there was a lot of controversy because the venture capitalists quite often ended up being anti-Semitic and racist to the surprise of nobody, to the surprise of nobody at but all. But they
1: could, they had, they were accountable because yeah. you knew who they were, which is different.
0: And now uh, there's a report troll button that can insta ban uh, or instant rec- recommend bans for people.
1: And that, how many people do you have to click that for it I don't to know. actually happen? I don't okay, because that process is also very yet.
0: surprisingly.
1: Oh, surprisingly, Renee, you're like the nicest person on the internet.
0: But here's my problem: is that right now it's. Clubhouse is still invitation only, it's still iOS only. So there's not a lot of people on it. And it's almost like the early days of Twitter where it might seem incomprehensible now, but in the beginning, you saw the entire Twitter timeline. There just weren't that many people. You could literally just, when you, there's a default screen that you could go in. It was everything. Yeah, you saw what everybody was posting because there weren't that many people. And when like celebrities and big personalities came on, there was like, they would interact with everybody all the time because there was just no one else there. And I think the big turning point, I'm blanking on his name, A plus K is his username, which is hilarious, I remember that. But it's the guy from the 70s show who was married to Demi Moore briefly. Oh, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher came on because he became, I think, a VC. And so he was one of the first big like non-tech people on Twitter. Mm. And then more and more people came on and now it's a Twitter we know today. But Clubhouse is like that right now. It's that early thing where you'll go into a room And the other day, the district attorney of San Francisco was in there uh, with a bunch of tech people discussing like how they treat like their policies towards homeless people. And
1: you could just talk to him. Yeah. Just. I want to say something. That's so amazing.
0: um, A couple apparently, a couple singers have have uh, shown up.
1: Now, one of the reasons that this is popular is because you like there's no transcription. There's no no. It's like you can just say whatever you want without worrying that this is going to be. Um, screenshotted because there is no. It's a. Well, I like
0: it is audio, so someone else could hold. Someone else could, could hold a different it, yeah. phone
1: and record it. Yeah. But it is much more secure in comparison to, you know, WhatsApp. That now Facebook is going to be tracking everything that you well, do. Well,
0: but that's the that's entirely point. my issue with it. So I went into a couple rooms, and there were people like there were really big YouTubers and their managers, like people like Mr. Beast, who is one. He has fifty million subscribers. He's one of the what? fastest growing YouTube channels and he was in a room and people were just asking him questions. And it was hilarious because he loves YouTube so much, he couldn't turn off his YouTube engine while he was in Clubhouse. So he was looking at the amount of people listening. And if that started to drop off, he would change the question because he's worried about retention in the Clubhouse. He's like, we've answered the question already. That's a boring question. It doesn't apply to everybody. We're losing listeners.
1: And he he was like
0: really concerned. Wow. Where other people don't even, but anyway, like, so you, and you heard like, you got advice from people who have been doing YouTube for a long time very successfully that either normally sell that kind of advice through some sort of like uh, consultation program right. or you just never have, or you have to go to something like VidCon or Summit to get, or you just never get it. And I was up till three a.m. a couple mornings in a row, just listening. It's really Because late. it's not record. It's, it's like listening to a podcast that you can never pause or go back it's, to. It's
1: it's there's not going to be this content is going. You're either going to grab it now yes. or it's gone.
0: Yes. It's and so totally you were wanting to
1: consume this and didn't want to lose it because if you didn't catch it now, you could lose one of those nuggets of information. And worse and since for you me, do this you actually do this for a living. So
0: well, and also worse for me is that. Some of us live a very silly life where people know us because they've listened to the show for a long time that we don't know. Right. And that includes like like celebrities or other people that we don't know watch. So a couple times in this room, there were people that I instantly knew, but they're like, Oh, Renee Ritchie just showed up and I'm like, How do you know me? Because in my mind, nobody knows me. Right. Like I'm right. just sitting here in my right. living room. Nobody yes. knows me. Yes, exactly. And then once they've called you out, like it's like, Well, I can't just leave now. Yes. Um, then the whole Canadian thing turns on, and you're like, "Oh, I'll be offended if I go." Yeah. But also, it's it's totally nice to be recognized.
1: It is a wonderful feeling.
0: Uh, so I've been listening to a lot of these rooms where they're sharing like the best practices that they've discovered for YouTube things that they right. know about. And I was in a podcasting uh, room yesterday with where were like the executive producers of a lot of really big podcast networks. were there. they mostly talked about nonsense like baseball cards and ice cream, but they were but it, it's just like meeting those people is not something that would normally happen.
1: Right. And so you were up till 3
0: a couple of days, a couple of days.
1: So do you think do you think that you might be be consuming this too much?
0: I know I am, and in fact, I was watching a bunch of other people that I know talking about it today, not on Clubhouse, but they were saying how they've had to give themselves 24-hour and 48-hour self-bans because they were because it's so easy. You can just turn it on and listen while other stuff is going on. Right. But then you start participating and the other stuff stops going on.
1: Right. Right. It's it's one of those interesting things that especially when you're part, it's something that's new. It's exciting. You're part of the beginning of the wave and you're like there's something very salacious about being part of something that is developing and that it's ephemeral. If you're not there, it disappears. And so if you stop, you end up with that FOMO of that I might miss out on the best part of this. And everyone's going to talk about it. And I was not there to be able to absorb it. And I feel special. I was invited. I get this special service being by. So it also feeds our own feeling of, um, you know, narcissism and appreciation at the same time, which is wonderful and horrible because you're not getting enough sleep and not doing other things while you're doing this.
0: Yeah. So... This is a problem, Georgia, because I see a lot of people on Twitter and on live stream talking about it being a problem because they absolutely have that fear of missing out. The FOMO right. is huge, yeah. but also the attention they get from other people while they're on it. Like they start to feel like subject matter experts and that you know feeds, you know, it, it, yeah. it gets rid of your imposter syndrome. Well, it suppresses your imposter syndrome, right. You know, and it, it feeds into your, I don't know what the right word is, but like your, your good your feel about yourself, yeah. the ego, yeah. okay. It feeds your ego and it builds a sense of community, which I think is especially low for everybody right now because we aren't seeing, normally we would have gone to like four or five events last year. You would have done like two or three talks at places and we're all missing that. And now suddenly we can talk to all our community people again.
1: Yes. And we need that. We need that feeling to it. But, um, when you're tired the next day, when you feel like your thoughts, when your, when your thoughts are not as well organized, um, when you should have done something and you did not or you did it too late or you had to rush because of other things it's when you need to monitor something is when you can tell that it is starting to take up so much space that everything else is getting squished and we need a certain amount of downtime and I guess for some people they might feel like they have too much downtime but even with that You start getting rid of like, I forgot to brush my teeth or I didn't wash this or, um, you know, I was supposed to do my taxes and I have not. I've put that off. These are signals. And, And again, that that fuzziness that happens when you've absorbed something for too long, you enjoyed it. But then after you don't feel great, you need to pay attention to that mood. And those are all signals that perhaps you've done this too much and you need to put limits on it. And that's the key. So, it's not Sorry, the before, key. Did
0: you, yeah. just, did you just coin a whole new thing, the fog of social?
1: The fog of social fog. I like that. I like that.
0: <laughs> Sorry, we'll, go we'll yes, ahead. What as, can we do about this? What can we do? <laughs> we'll
1: put that as one of the titles. Okay. Social fog. No one will know what we're talking <laughs> about. Maybe that's a bad idea. Um, so, what you should do is you say, okay, I'm going to, you know, whatever, do this only for three hours instead of for eight. Cut it down in a certain amount of time. And then. Because most people, will, at first, you're like, "Ah, oh, it's not that bad," like, right? But then I'll it, just
0: listen. This time, yeah, I swear, yeah, I'm just I'll just listening. Listen.
1: I'm not going to participate. I'm going to do I'll other things while I do this. One chip, right? Which is
0: who can do that? One French fry.
1: Who can do that? I don't know. Nope, I want to hear about the disciplined people that can. I bet there are. We're well, going to get some comments. Well, from your son like once can.
0: was like, "I'll eat one chip," and, and just a force of will alone ate that one chip. Yes, and he's go.
1: very willful, but yeah. he won't even like have his snack before the movie starts. Like it doesn't matter how long, even if it's cooling down, he yeah. will wait. Not me. Um, no, why do that? Um, But so you're going to say, I'm going to put a limit on it. And that's the cue is one is, do I want to versus do I have to have to is a little warning bell, but then you're going to say, okay, I'm going to try to do it just for three hours today and compared to the eight hours. Then can you follow that? If you can't, if you find yourself and we are very good at lying to ourselves, like, like we are masters at giving that. You know, I I I wasn't accommodation to our own behaviors. It was okay because I was actually doing the dishes at the same time.
0: Is this an evolutionary advantage that we are massive rationalization engines?
1: It it was, and now it's it's no it's it's now maladaptive for many cases. It's no longer as adaptive as it was before, Um, and we can do that to almost anything. We can say you can find rationalization to almost anything.
0: Yeah, so you see saving. this? you see like someone says something horrible and you're like, what did you, what, what conversation do you have in your head that yes. made that okay? what story
1: are you telling yourself? Yes. And so then if you can't, you find yourself binging over the time. Um, and I'm not talking about five minutes, but eh, that's a sign that maybe you do not have the same amount of control and we really need to take a look at this. And then what do you get from this? Why are you there? Like, what are you getting from it? Because a certain amount, you'll say it's information. But is that all? Or is it more of that affirmation? Is it that I feel good and, you know, happy while I'm there? I feel important. I feel special. A lot of different systems feed off of that. You're special because you use my product. Um, But you you don't want that. Those are all external methods of getting self-esteem. And we want to work on the internal methods as well.
0: You either either die a poster or you live long enough to become a troll.
1: That's a very sad... That's That's the Batman. That's the Dark
0: Knight thing. You you either die the hero or you live long enough to become the villain.
1: You know what, though? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to talk about this. But um, usually it's neither of those things. Usually we just... we, we don't live lives make... of
0: desperate silence
1: yes really we don't we don't i think that everyone should at least try to attain what is makes them feel happy and special and i think that we often undermine ourselves and do neither of those things i'm not saying that it's better to be a villain than to be to to live a simple life simple lives are good lives but you want to live a life that you find is fulfilling in whichever way it is fulfilling to you. You don't have to be special. We don't have to do something that's, you know.
0: TV tells altering. us otherwise. The internet tells us otherwise.
1: I know. I know. But let's just say it. We're we really we got to go viral. Eating. We got
0: to blow it up. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> well you told me this and this really resonated with me you told me but, this years ago and say? that is just try to make other people's lives better every day yes, like say something yes, that makes yes. someone else smile yeah feel good about themselves yeah and i took that like i try to do that every day i try to promote somebody else's work You're try to make very them feel good, good about, about, about their us. work well I, I feel like that gave me direction because like yeah, i didn't really know you. what to do and now that is i feel like the, the least harmful thing yeah. that that any individual can do any day
1: we are all little pebbles dropping into uh you know a pond of water and our ripple effect if you're kind and polite and do something that might be even just a smile might be the one thing that keeps someone going in that day and so as long as you're you know giving off positivity trying to be kind being thoughtful and the um, key to it is being thoughtful even if someone does not deserve it we often are like we have this rage like like um culture where you know getting them getting them back trying to you know justice and you know really making ratio them, them own them but the, everyone we're all just wounded people trying to be accepted and affirmed and being welcomed and so sometimes when you take a moment when you see that person and instead of videotaping that person that's having a meltdown but actually trying to help them it could the um, alter people's views. lives Yes. So even
0: now, Clubhouse is notifying I me.
1: Are they? Uh, Did you get invited to something? Uh, Let me see if I got invited Roberto, to anything. Roberto
0: Blake, Roger Wakefield, and Viper are talking about talking YouTube, chat for all YouTubers, big and small.
1: Oh, but Viper's there. I think, Vi- I I think Viper's go. there all day, though. Is he? Yeah. But I would totally go just because Viper and you know, Viper is are awesome. there all the time. He was so sweet. He was defending deserve- See, that's he could be there.
0: Me. Yeah, he was. He, that was very sweet. You had, yeah, you had, very you had some sweet. jerk comments. It was like,
1: not. It was not that. No, yeah. it was a very sweet comment. Okay. It was not a horrible
0: comment. Well, no, but the one, one on Twitter was like, "How can you have this many subscribers when you just started YouTube?" Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if they're accusing I, you of buying subscribers Yeah, or maybe, something. maybe.
1: I, I'm really lucky that, I, I'll say it, it's unfair. I have a whole bunch of people that... You have that, an
0: existing audience.
1: I have an existing audience, but I also have a lot of other people that have big audiences that have said something. And is that fair and just no it isn't well, but it's a lot of what you know you and have i'm a big Twitter lucky following. about it i do have a big you were on
0: Twitter where you talked about it yeah. i talked about it on mac break weekly but i'm you were lucky. on your other part pod- no but you you were on the I'more show talking yeah. about it you're on this yeah. show talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about it but you've also built that audience over time it's not
1: but i i don't think that there's anything wrong with someone actually asking the question and i think that i need to own the fact that i am much more fortunate than other people would be when they're starting out and so, so thank it's you not-
0: but they didn't ask a question they so they could have just asked but they don't they always say they always try Does to it- like
1: uh, don't I, you. It, you know what? It, uh, interestingly enough, it doesn't even doesn't even bother me. I don't. I'm okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would. You can fully ask that question, and um, I am fine with the fact that it isn't always fair. And I'm very fortunate, and I have to own that. Well, also, um, like, thank you for all of the defending. I I think that's also really sweet.
0: Like not to not to quote too much Gracie Jiu Jitsu stuff here, oh, but Gracie you know, Jiu-Jitsu. a couple of things they say is like the harder you work, the luckier you are, and yeah, also. Fair. A black belt is a white belt that never quit.
1: Oh, I like that one. I do like that one. Yeah. The difference between the master and you've been doing this, and the novice. like, uh,
0: when was your first podcast? 2009, maybe? You... 2010
1: 2010 i think oh it was horrible
0: no but yes but i mean like you've been building an audience (laughs) year after year wait
1: let's rewind that what did you say maybe
0: i don't know i don't remember mine was terrible my (laughs) first podcast was abhorrent yes his
1: answer was yes i was glowing eyebrows it the lighting was so bad all that i had were eyebrows and they just like you know um they just moved around and you don't remember it it was hilariously so bad and it was with you and it was an i more show, I believe. And what I was Ali Kasmuha, just. Ali maybe. Oh, no, I, I believe that this was even before, before Ali. Ali. Okay. This was before Ali. Was I don't even know. you and me and Seth
0: Clifford for a while.
1: This was before that. Okay. No, no, this was. This so, was. But, so you've been doing this, this for a while with, is what I'm saying. I think it might have been Leanna. Okay. Like it was, it was us. And anyways, it was, uh, I was just eyebrows. And it was, it was hilarious. It was just hilarious. Well, my, so. my point being is that you've been doing I've this been for doing a while. And you've a earned a certain while.
0: audience. Fair so enough. yes, luck. You, l- luck is always a factor, but the, the the harder you work, the more you accomplish. The the, the more that luck is an amplifier.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Because you can have an opportunity that you can't take advantage of as well.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm lucky to do it, and I'm happy. I'm kind of excited.
0: So. If you are sticking with us, if you're watching this on Nebula, we have our bonus topics coming up for you. But if you are not watching it on Nebula, well, first you should be. And all you need to do is go to CuriosityStream because they extended their special offer. Nice. Um, I, I guess the same reason that Apple did because right. you know, we're just all sitting here looking for stuff to watch. So you can go to curiositystream.com AppleTalk and sign up and for less than $12, you get CuriosityStream but also Nebula for a year. That's like a dollar a year, it, sorry, a dollar a month. Yeah, It's ridiculously cheap for amazing content. And Nebula, unlike a lot of streaming services, has new stuff, like multiple new things every day. Right. So it's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, so go do that, then you get the bonus topics for this show as well. And you get all the bonus topics from all of my shows. Like I often have interviews that yes. are just too long, and I post the full uncut version on Nebula because YouTube would hate it, and then I have like the carefully cut up for retention version on, <laughs> uh, on YouTube. You don't have
1: numbers dropping off when you take a yeah, look. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. they only watch for
1: a minute? They only watched for three oh, minutes. No. Oh,
0: um, Yeah, so do that, uh, and if not, if you are leaving us right now, Georgia, where can people find you and your new channel?
1: Oh, you can check it out on YouTube, Dow. Just to find find that, and uh, on Twitter, it's at Georgia underscore Dow. Um, and uh, you can also send me an email. It's georgia at westmounttherapy.com.
0: Awesome. And you can find me at Renee Ritchie on Twitter, twitter.com slash Renee Ritchie, instagram.com slash Renee Ritchie, where I'm promoting a new show because you still Aww, don't use Instagram. Thank you. Thank
1: <laughs> you, Renee. That's <laughs> we'll, so we'll sweet. We'll see if we get her back. So sweet.
0: Maybe we'll post your one-minute clips there. We'll see. Yeah, um, yeah. There and, we go. Uh, YouTube.com slash Renee Ritchie. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please scroll down. Please leave a review, leave a rating. Georgia will occasionally read the best and worst of all of those but it really helps people find the show and that just gives us a better bigger audience. Let's to see
1: if Rob actually replied back to me him complaining about us reading the reviews when I read his review.
0: Oh, that was great. <laughs> it's going to be reviews all the way down.
1: Right.